Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, you guys, I promised you that I was going to give you one more Queen Deep Dive before I left for my little vacation. And I'm doing it right now. I am doing it. I'm giving you a number that is so fun. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. It's one of the only songs we get like this from Queen. This is why I love Queen so much. This is why I love Sheer. I'm <laughs> that is the dive today, Sheer Heart Attack. That's why I love News of the World so much. It's so diverse. And today we're talking about one of Roger Taylor's contributions to the album, one of his two. And yes, it is called Sheer Heart Attack. You might be scratching your head a little bit if you're not familiar with the history behind this. Why in the world is the song Sheer Heart Attack not on the album Sheer Heart Attack from 1974? There's a reason for that. And we'll talk about it, of course. You guys know me. We'll cover all the bases here. But I gotta say, this song is it's so much fun. It's kind of sexy in a way because it's so loud and ridiculous. And I'm telling you, when you watch this live, and I'm going to talk about it live quite a bit because I think that's where this song really shined the brightest. There's something about the electric feeling that the guys were able to capture doing this song. And they did this a lot. This is not uncommon. It's not uncommon to see Freddie bouncing around the stage, doing things with Brian and his guitar. And I mean, Freddie was very expressive on a stage. He owned the stage and he loved it up there. So that's not uncommon. But there were things that happened during the performances of Sheer Heart Attack that we didn't really see as much because Queen, yeah, they had their fun, but they, I guess they didn't really destroy things as much as some rock bands sometimes did on stage, especially during the punk movement. And of course, that's very important as we talk about Sheer Heart Attack, the song. But anyway, we will get, <laughs> we'll get into the live stuff about Sheer Heart Attack in a minute. This is dive number 59, track number three on Queen's 77 album, News of the World, their sixth album. And yeah, this is punk rock. I think that's the only time we're going to say that. An out and out punk rock number from Roger Taylor. And yes, this was written in 1974 when Queen was working on Sheer Heart Attack. Yeah, I know. It's confusing. Stay with me here. So this was a B-side on the Spread Your Wings single in the UK and the It's Late single in the U.S. It's at a crazy fast pace of 184 beats per minute. In 4-4 time signature, it's in E-flat major, but it was transcribed in D major because it was played live in D major. So there's some speculation here that it may have been recorded in D major, and then sped up. Now, whether or not that was done before or after the vocals were recorded, I don't know. But some interesting history behind the structure, the key of this song, and how it was written. Sheer Heart Attack is, as you would guess, frustrated, sensory, and hormonal overload. 
it's just all kind of immature in your face. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. And this is why. And it's brilliant. This is such a brilliant song. It's so great. Roger's raucous punk number, partially complete in 74 and intended for the album of the same name. Sheer Heart Attack is loud, furious, intense, as you would imagine. Roger contributes chorus vocals, drums, and rhythm guitar, and even bass. You heard me right. John, our beloved disco deaky, is entirely absent. Brian contributes some licks and guitar screams in various moments of complexity, adding some more layers and some more interest to the guitar sound. And Freddie gives us tension and angst in the verses on lead vocals. From the moment this starts, it's all out screaming and loud and fast. There's no moment to breathe, recuperate, or wonder. Even the brief feedback bridge or the break, rather, with Roger's incredibly syncopated, heavily flangered drum roll, it's always fun to pace the tempo during that section, is nothing but rock and roll, punk and shock and awe. Echoing the proto-punk style of Roger's earliest Queen contribution, Modern Times Rock and Roll, actually. So we shouldn't be surprised to hear this from our favorite drummer. Lots of eighth notes, aggression, screaming, give us this fun number that puts just the edge of punk we need to make News of the World a truly rowdy rock and roll album. It was played 252 times live from 77 through 84, and it popped up on every tour in between, basically, and only covered by a few other bands. Hasn't been tackled by many, likely due to its furious pace, at least partially, and yeah, it was played in D major. I always knew this sounded different than the album, and for a while I couldn't place why, but that is why. Live... It's just as crazy as the album version, if not more so. Freddie would sometimes, maybe often, destroy a speaker or two during the song's rowdy, repeating outro, unrelenting there. Brian gives us plenty of gritty and raucous guitar. It's nice to get that from him, especially since we don't hear him as much on the album in this track. Highly aggressive and louder than the album, of course. Feedback galore live. The guys have an absolute ball with this. This was one of their only massively punk-like live songs. So they were all in on it. Freddie digs into those vocals, bounces all over the stage, onto Roger's kit with Roger having a blast. This is what I was talking about. Freddie would do things that I don't even want to say it. (laughs) Just go watch it. He gets so nuts on the drums, against the drums. It's crazy. It's it's hilarious to watch. I was watching one of these performances. Was it Hammersmith? And it, <laughs> he knocks this, he knocks the speaker over. Brian, <laughs> it's just funny because, you know, the guys had a great time, but usually they were pretty poised on stage. I mean, in comparison to a lot of rock bands, as I said, these guys were a little bit more, I don't want to say subdued because they're always energetic, but this song, it's like letting the, it's like letting something out of the cage. It's fantastic to watch it live. Watching Roger play this and provide backing harmonies in the verses. Unbelievable. You know, he's got to be at a ridiculous pace and his heart rate 
must be crazy, but he gets it out there. And in the chorus though, Freddie must be using a harmonizer or something like it because Roger isn't singing those high harmonies. He isn't singing at all, actually. So I can't say I blame him. I mean, who wants to sing those high, loud, full chest voice notes sustained for seconds at a time while furiously drumming? Is that even possible? John and Brian simultaneously pounding away those power chords. It's great to get them both playing so predominantly live because again, on the album, John isn't even in this song and Brian provides minimal licks and riffs here and there. But on stage, it's all four of them kicking and screaming and having fun. So really, it's almost more fun for all of us when this is live. I know I certainly love to watch it and hear it live. An incredible energy here. And again, this unbridled punk anarchy. It's fantastic. It's great. Freddie told Circus Magazine in 78, quote, he's, Roger, always been an out and out rock and roll fan with no time to stop and think about music. And that's very good for us. Instinct. He's also the one who is most aware of facets in music, and that's essential in the band. If you listen to Sheer Heart Attack on the new album, you'll see what we mean. It sounds like a punk or new wave song, but it was written at the same time of the Sheer Heart Attack LP. He played it to us then, but it wasn't quite finished, and he didn't have enough time to complete it before we started recording. That was three years ago, and now almost all these records you hear are like that period, unquote. So it's very interesting that Roger was almost ahead of his time here. And again, when you think back to modern times rock and roll, it has a little bit of that same ferociousness, that same pace that it used to be called like garage rock, I think. You know, it was... It wasn't punk. It was something else. But here, of course, by the time this song comes out on News of the World, it's punk. But Roger was thinking about this well before that, which I think is very interesting. Now, in that same interview, Brian stated, quote, Roger plays rhythm guitar on some of his cuts, Sheer Heart Attack and Fight from the Inside, which makes sense because he had a better idea of how he wanted it to go, unquote. And from Roger himself in 77, quote, Sheer Heart Attack was written in essence, not completely, wasn't finished at the time of recording Sheer Heart Attack, but really we didn't have room and it wasn't quite finished. And for a number of reasons, it didn't get on. But now it lives again. And actually I'm quite pleased with it. It's really pure energy. And it's one of my contributions to News of the World, unquote. Yes, pure energy. And it's fabulous energy at that. I love this song. Some facts for you about Heart Attack. This is another Roger Taylor number where he plays almost all the instruments. Yes, he sang all lead vocals on the original demo, but the verses were passed to Freddie for the album cut. Good thing too, because otherwise we'd have two band members missing from this song. Roger reportedly used the same Fender Esquire that Brian would play for the crazy little thing called Love solo. That's an interesting fact, isn't it? Very cool. I got a gem from Rolling Stone here about this song. You guys know I got to dig up the dirty stuff. So here it is. 
Sheer Heart Attack makes Queen the first major band to attempt a demonstration of superiority over punk rock by marching onto its stylistic turf. It works, too, because the power trio behind vocalist Freddie Mercury is truly primitive. Once you've seen Queen on stage, away from the cut and paste of the studio, it's painfully clear that Sheer Heart Attack is less a matter of slumming than of warfare among equals in incompetent musicianship. Guys, don't even get me started. Cut and paste of the studio? I want to slap somebody. (laughs) It's because of the song. I'm sorry. Feeling a little bit aggressive right now. But of course, there's some praise. There's some praise here. All Music calls this a frenzied rocker that hits harder than anything on the album that shares its name, a remarkable achievement in itself. Thank you. Thank you. It's fabulous. Sheer Heart Attack is fabulous. Busting out straight away. A little slower than the live version, of course, on the album. Roger on drums, guitar, and bass. Yes, but Freddie is right there. Immediately in the verse, giving us attitude and angst. Then we get to that part. Hey, 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 hey. It was the DNA. Hey, 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 hey. Roger joins in going into the chorus there. And in that chorus, it's all Raj manipulated in those vocals, super bright in frequency. This song actually feels like one long chorus, even once we arrive at the chorus. Unrelenting power chords, flanger effects, so loud, so raucous, so rowdy, and exciting and energetic. Feedback. I really can't go through this song section by section because it's just all out punk. The whole thing, it's fun. And maybe it's better that we don't go through this in a conventional way. It's just meant to be anarchy and rebellion anyway. It's one of my favorites, this jam. Everything just keeps building and blinding us with loudness. The grit keeps getting bigger. Freddie and Roger sound great together. It's always nice to have a contrast of voices like that. So obviously singing in unison. Yes, the guys sing a lot of harmonies together, but it's not easy to pick them out. So whenever we have a moment where there's trade-off lead vocals or something, where they're singing a lead and a harmony, two people, I love that. Then this gem right here, I feel so in a, in a, in a, in a, articulate genius. Gosh, I love Roger's drumming during that section. The syncopation where the drums accent on those offbeats and the feedback section. That break there, probably a mic next to a speaker. Roger's crazy, crazy drum roll break. That flanger again. Just try to keep the downbeat through that roll. It's a lot of fun. It's great. And we're almost clipping again. It's so loud. Sheer heart attack. Louder, louder, louder. And that lyric at the very end. Real cardiac. Is Roger screaming at the end? Almost nearly. It's awesome. This is a fun song. Even if the guys are partially making fun of the punk movement, they came out swinging here and it's fabulous. I love it. Cheer heart attack. This is really, (laughs) it's just one of my favorites from the guys because it's fun and it's kind of mindless. And yeah, it's immature and it's rowdy and it's all kick it. Let it go. It's another one of those just flying off the handle things. And it's great. You really got to go watch this, a live performance of it to get the real feel for it though. Because honestly, 
That again is where it shines the most. The guys were all about the live performance. Many of many occasion of them saying that in an interview where they focused on the live performances the most because it was about the presentation. It was about the lights. It was about the dry ice. It was about the explosions. It was about all of it. They wanted to give an experience to the audience. And they certainly did that. And then some with this number. It's kind of funny when I think about Sheer Heart Attack. It didn't originally appeal to me as much. It's one of those songs that's grown on me quite a bit as I've listened to it more and more and taken it in and really just begun to enjoy this rowdy number for everything that it is. I wish I had more to say about it. There's not as much written about this song. It's almost a sleeper in a way when I when I think about it. Just reviewing the comments from people, fan sentiment. There's not even a whole lot of fan sentiment. I feel like people don't talk about this song very much. And maybe it's because, you know, it's not a hit, obviously. And it has these trade-off vocals, which maybe it loses a little bit of... It loses a little something because Freddie's not the primary focus. Yes, Freddie was obviously the lead vocalist. He was the one that was, I think one of the biggest draws for the band. And the guys all knew that, you know, they all knew the role that they played and they respected each other for that. So maybe there's a reason why this song isn't as mentioned as much. Maybe it's truly seen as kind of a copycat song just because of when it came out. But again, Roger wrote this, at least mostly wrote it before punk was even a thing, right? So I think we have to recognize that, that, there was an incredible instinctive talent there of, I just want to go crazy on these drums and we're going to do this with the guitar, et cetera, et cetera. And then we end up with this brilliance and it's great. And I think this deserves more props because it was ahead of its time, clearly. But I think it was also a wise decision to not put it on the album Sheer Heart Attack. When you think about this song's vibe, it sits so well on News of the World. It's got that angry angst thing going on, which again, we get more at the forefront throughout News of the World than any album before it. We've had moments of kicking and screaming and anger, but not so consistently as we do on News of the World. And this is such a wonderful contribution to it. Go check out Sheer Heart Attack and let me know what you think. Please go listen to a live recording. It's phenomenal. I want to go listen to it again. (laughs) I was listening to it right before I started doing this deep dive and it really is worth playing multiple times over. And just watching Freddie, again, his energy on the stage, the playfulness between him and the guys, I think is one of the things I love the most, especially the Montreal performance. Just watch him and Roger's interaction as Roger's furiously playing on the drums and Freddie's climbing all over the drums. It is so cute. (laughs) It's so cute. Yes, they are being crazy and ridiculous, but it's still cute. All right, that is it, ladies and gents, sheer heart attack. Go check it out. Enjoy. I'm glad I got through this today. I will talk to you guys next week. I'll be back. I'll be back again. In the meantime, keep yourselves alive with this kind of angsty energy that will keep you going forever. Listen to it on an exercise thing. Like, listen to it on a run. I'm telling you, energy you never knew you had with this one. All right, guys. Later.